Welcome everybody to Let's Grow Pulling. My name is Jason Schultz. We've got an exciting show for you here tonight. Got the outlaw back-to-back -back diesel super stock champion. And really when I feel like the whole world knew who Doug Meisinger was, was after the very first Pullers Championship when he came down there with old Scrappy and he won Friday night and Saturday night. And we're going to get into all that tonight. Of course, got the, the Larry Richwine. You know how people say the Ohio State University. I want to say the Larry Richwine. So. I, got, I got no connection to the Ohio State University. I live in the Indiana State, and I've been to college twice. I dropped off each girl, paid for it, and left, okay? Fair enough. Fair what enough. I want to know is how did Doug feel? Weren't weren't you building uh, the illustrious Jason Schultz attractor, and then, bam, he goes ahead and buys one, Doug? I mean. I called, the, I called Doug and asked him if it was okay. We talked about this. Larry, I don't do anything without checking with this man right here. So, I, I actually said thank you because we were still waiting for the chassis. All we were doing was thinking yeah. about it. So it was all good. So, and, okay, before we, and it saved me before, a ton we dive, before we dive into my buddy Doug, my singer, and it is my singer. I, I want the whole world to know how to say your, right, your name right, Doug, after night. I want all to talk I about know is it saved Doug a lot of headaches by not having to deal with you any more than he already does. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> I want to give a quick shout out to some of our partners, Lincoln Diesel Specialties. Um, they have all, for all you do-it-yourselfers at home, they have all, everything you need for a diesel truck. And they have some Black Friday specials still going on through the 29th, some holiday holiday shoppings. And uh, the owner of this is Brent Meyer, uh, the Injected Funds Pro Stock, who won the Grand National NTEPA points. So we help with uh, Lincoln Diesel Specialties on social media. Don't forget, if you want to win tickets to Louisville, and this Louisville is the only pool in the world you actually need tickets to, right, Larry? I mean, does Bowling Green sell out, Larry? Uh, I believe they do on Friday or Saturday night, yes. So they'll, so they'll turn people away? I uh, don't know they turn them away, but I know they sell out as far as seats. I think they actually end up okay. the session with selling standing room-only tickets. So head over to fullpool.us, and you make the predictions who you think is going to get invited to the farm show, and whoever does the best job is going to win, um, win free tickets to the farm show. And then this toy right here was built by Blake Ott. I bought one of these, and I'm taking this to PRI with me next week. And if you stop by and see us at our booth, I think our number is 8814. We're going to be on Lucas Oil Stadium, the floor. And uh, we're going to be down there with my new tractor, the hybrid redneck. Did I say that right? High-tech redneck. <laughs> I got so many different names going through my head. I don't know what to call that tractor, my singer. I don't even know what to call it anymore. You know, you know um, what, Jason? You know what, Jason? I've heard you call a lot of names too. So hey, it's fit, <laughs> it's fitting, man. It is fitting. Oh look, I'm starting to warm up because I'd had the heater off for a while. Oh look, now Larry's in a cap. Looks right, but if his nose gets cold, he's putting the socking cap back on. Is that is that your NTPA hat? No, that's a Hoosier State hat. Oh okay. Good. HS HSTPA. We're in booth eight forty eighty one forty one. Anyway, stop by the booth, and you're gonna have we're gonna have a uh, opportunity for you to sign up and win this. We're also gonna have other great stuff from like Lincoln Diesel Specialties, Corsa Data, um, who else is Kawasaki Parts Warehouse. Uh, Outlaws are gonna be there. Jeans Machine. We're gonna be down on the floor there at um, uh, at Lucas Oil Stadium. And then for, for you pullers that got your initial invites, and I got a text message, so I'm gonna call them out right now on the on the screen. You need to get signed up by the end of the year or you're going to lose your spot. But Brent Yarin texted me, and I got to give a shout out to these pullers. So if you if you hear their name and you know their number, tell them to get over to our website, get signed up, and accept their pay their 500 bucks before the end of the year. Otherwise, they lose their spot. So 
I'm supposed to call out Jeff Hurt, Tyler and Bruce Sloth, Adam Bauer, Renee Theobald, and Brian McDonald in the mini rod class. And then Jake Zaring, the Claypools, and Lane Thornton in the four-wheel drive mod class. So they, they have to pay you $500 to apply for the Pullers Championship? No, that's our entry fee for the Pullers Championship, Larry. And how many hooks is that? I mean, I'm just trying to do some math here quick. Two nights, both nights. Okay. Yep. And they uh, get their every, everybody gets their money back. This is our registration fee, and everybody this is given back to them in their points and their money. But it's how we know that people are going to show up. So it makes oh, us it's happy. A, perf a performance bond sounds so yeah. much better. So much better than an entry fee, don't you think, Doug? A little bit, but yeah. I can say from now on, Larry. I will say performance bond. So I'm just saying. Very, very own, who am I to be critical? I'm sorry. Our very own beermoneypullingteam.com. I don't care. Uh, we're, we're having a special on, our, on all of our merchandise, everything at beermoneypullingteam.com. Uh, use coupon code CYBER25 now till midnight and save 25%. So Wow. And, and I'm not wearing this just because they beat Nebraska. I'm wearing this because they're the Big Ten West champions. That's, I'm just throwing that out there. Not picking on you, Russ. And it, and it and it's yellow, and I don't have a scrappy hat. So I'd take, take care of my boy Doug. So. Well, you didn't let him build you a tractor. You don't get a damn hat. He's he's actually very happy that we bought the high tech redneck. Oh, very I would happy. be too. I I can just th imagine the phone calls he would have had to endure. What do I do now, Doug? Yeah. Woo. No, no, that tractor is never going to be in a tractor pool without that man ever, 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 ever. Well, that'd be that good. Would that that would work. So let me just let me set the table, my singer. Um, you and I have been friends for quite a while now. And we started right. talking and you started bending my ear and you said, hey, I heard you. You want to build a pro stock. And you said, I think you should build a diesel super. And I said, well, I'm scared of a diesel super. And then you kind of we've been talking back and forth. And uh, that's when we decided to go diesel super. And we had the chassis coming. And I ran into the great Mike Beck at the end early this year. And he uh, presented an offer to me. I called you and you said, buy that tractor, Schultz. And uh, next year, Scrappy and high-tech redneck are going to be trailer mates and they're going to travel throughout the outlaw nation. And when we're not at an outlaw pole, you'll see us at a grand national NTPA pole, uh, trying to keep up with uh, Ross and all those. I'm going to try to keep up. My singer's already proved that he can keep up with all those guys. So Doug, welcome to Let's Grow Pulling. I'm excited. You're my friend. I'm excited to spend a lot of time with you uh, with the new tractor. And, uh, and Larry, if you want to chime in whenever you want, I'll just mute you if you talk too much. Okay, Rich White? Well, I, I'm, I'm naturally shy. So I'll, I'll, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, I've seen your run, Doug. It's very impressive. You do a good job, man. No, thank you. I appreciate well, here, it. Let's show up. Let's here. Let's let's show a nice video queued up. Mm. I think this is Lamar's, Doug, where they have the pork chops on us with a with a glove. Oh yeah. Doug Meisinger. The tractor's name is Scrappy. It's a, it's a mean one. So, Larry, you don't know my singer like I do, so I kind of want you to take over. And you and you and Doug are going around pulling way longer than I have. Just You guys have fun. I'm just going to sit and listen, okay? <laughs> you believe that, Doug? He's going to sit and listen? 
Yeah, just kind of throw you right in the frying pan. But... Yeah, what 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 do you what do you want me to talk about, Jason? We could talk about Schultz. You know, it's fine. He's gonna. You know it. what? We we could. I I really wasn't impressed with him. I, he's growing on me, but. <laughs> Uh, you know, one of my first impressions, he showed up with a shirt that had my face on it, and it said, Larry says, smoke machines suck. <laughs> and it's a true statement, but nevertheless, and I and then I go, oh, is that a copyrighted thing, my image? And, and then he shows up with several t-shirts after that. Oh, well, I'm going to give you a bunch. I said, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I had my lawyer on speed dial, but no, he coughed up some shirts. <laughs> that sounds just like him. It sure does. Oh, it is him. Yeah, I could prove it. But I, and I actually, I think I had witnesses. I think, I think the intercourt at Cloverdale. I think Julie Neal actually heard all that. Yeah, I, I have witnesses. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. But no, I was kind of excited after I seen you run once or twice this summer to have you build him a tractor. But the tractor he's got. That he's getting, even though he's scared to drive it, he's going to let his dad drive it. Ha ha. He's just yep. too scared to get on the damn thing. And his dad, you know, he, he's had Jason as a son. What more has he got to live for? He can drive it. Yeah. Um, I'm just, yeah, that's my opinion. Well, I mean, the least he can do is blow it up, which we hope he doesn't, because, I mean, Jason's already done that to his. Right. So. Yep. And, and he'd probably have to have you fix it for him. So, yeah. 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 It's, yep. I thought Matt was going to be on tonight. I, I got a shout out from Jason Brammer to say, to tell Matt, uh, Jason says Matt's one of his favorite announcers, Jason. Matt had to, Matt has to work. So he's an auctioneer and he lives in Illinois and he comes to Wisconsin on Tuesdays. He's got to get up super early in the morning. So, hmm. and um, okay, he, he was, he was bummed out that he get, didn't get to talk to my singer, but you know, his real job, because I pay, I pay you guys so much to be on the show. You can see it where everybody else went because I don't pay them either. So I'm just well, I'm just I still have to free help. So. The way the wind blowing tonight, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm glad my lawn chair is lashed to the mailbox post waiting on the check. But uh, <laughs> but don't don't you run primarily all outlaws, Doug? You don't run much anywhere else. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, it's even a travel for us to get to the outlaw shows being out here in western kansas um the blagrave yeah. boys are basically 400 miles straight south of us so right. anyway, we got to drive outlaws. I know they say they drive they said they drive 10 or 11 hours to get out of the state of texas and then they come on to the ntpa events they attend yep well i found out today that i'm either going to nebraska to the nebraska bush uh, brush bush pullers banquet or i'm going to badger state are you going to Badger States, Jason? Uh-huh. Well, then why would they want me? No. Oh, wow. Facebook user said, Jason better get an ice pack. Oh, that's that's mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. But you know what? Doug, Nobody deserves it more. Doug, start at the beginning. How did, how did you get into pulling? Talk about your dad and your brother, and I want to. Tell everybody that whole story. It's good um, stuff. So back in the 60s, you know, when everybody was jumping on the sleds, um, out in Colorado, dad was pulling clear back then, you know, M5s and then moved up to a G1000 Mini. Um, it was just the only thing that we ever really went and did that was fun. You know, we were farm families. We didn't go to the lakes and go here and do this or do that. And then he kind of, 
got too big farming and quit polling and my brother kind of got back into it with a light mod and one thing led to another we come across a 1066 international that was basically what a 8500 limited pro is today uh, for sale that we bought and started playing with it and I'd always had a fascination with super stocks and more turbos and that's kind of what dad was running with the G1000 other than it never got over one turbo with it um, but we had Lyle Nelson from uh, Bolas, Nebraska that would come out here all the time and it was just kind of a motivation to to do that eventually so we moved the 1066 into into a four charger super and ran it for a few years then uh doug what were the names of some of those earlier tractors so i can look for pictures of them kryptonite was mine uh, is that to go out is that a, is that a knock on goodwin well, that was before the, his existed oh okay so it's before superman well Superman was a little sore at us when we first showed up at the outlaw poles. Uh, we were running pretty much just in the Colorado organizations out West and the Nebraska state. And we showed up the outlaw poles and it took a while before Matt would ever even talk to us. He was pretty standoffish about the kryptonite deal. So once we, once we told him the tractor's kryptonite before he ever knew you, then he warmed up a little bit more, but we still had fun with it. We had, we had to paint the motor in the tractor fluorescent green just to agitate him. And we'd live below green rocks and over his tractor. I think every time his uh, son Mason would show up to a pole, we'd give him little green rocks. And I think he'd put them in his pockets and took them off. We'd set them on the nightstand. <laughs> but just for fun. Absolutely. So, you know, we all started this for fun and then it got serious. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then it got super expensive, and then here we are, yeah. Yep, and that was the deal with that tractor. We pulled in the Western Farm Show in Kansas City with it, I don't know, three or four times, and we right. had a first place, a second place, a third place, and totally last. We split the block, and the year I split the block, I said I wasn't fixing it. We was going to do something different. We yeah. had the chassis sold before we ever left the city, and through the winter, my friend Mark Almer calls up and has this wild <laughs> idea. I got enough parts and he has enough parts and a chassis that we need to build a tractor. So that's how Scrappy come about. And then one thing led to another. We're having too much fun with it. So we just had to buy the chassis from him and keep running it. So it's a... Oh, I know it runs like a scalded... Runs like a scalded dog, I know. It runs good. It took a while to... Trav's watching Doug. He says, "Curious to how you like that center clutch pedal. Great idea, but not sure I can learn the change." So, yeah. Shout it's, out to the Bone Twister. He's a Hawkeye. I'm pretty sure they're Hawkeye fans, aren't they? The Schlabos from Ringo, Iowa. I would think so. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think it purely depends on the setup. You know, the way Mike's tractor runs, I think a guy can get away with it just fine. Um, a setup like mine, it'd be a little bit difficult to use because I use a lot of the brakes just to get it off the line, um, just to get it to come to life. So that's where like we get into tracks where we have a lot of slope coming off of the starting line getting going. 
but we don't have enough load on it to get it to really come to life. So we're trying to use the brakes and everything to do it. And it just makes it a little more of a struggle. So the center brake, that anything we'd work on that type of setup. I noticed that, like I really watched at Rockwell last year um, at the starting line, Doug, like Steve and Travis and those guys, as as because of that downhill run a little bit, I really saw them standing on the brakes to get get the you know big tractors to load up. Talk about that with the diesel super a little bit. My dad found that out the hard way when he drove uh, the new tractor for the first time up in Hillsdale. And I remember you and Mike Beck and Matt Goodwin were kind of picking on him, saying, "This isn't no damn four one Schultz." That was kind of funny. <laughs> you could tell that story a little bit. So yeah, we was we was pretty rough. On him. I think he was a little upset with us by the time the night was over. <laughs> he All right. He's a big boy, <laughs> but yeah, the, just with the size of the turbos and everything, everybody's running now on the 540 cubic inch. Um, it takes a lot of RPMs just to even get the turbo spinning, but you got to get the pump to open up. And when you start slipping on the clutch and start loading the sled, if that sled rolls out easy on you, um, you have to get that motor to come up. So you got to use the brakes and everything else you can to try and get that motor to come up to get everything to light. Um, so it's a little bit of a, a finesse deal that you get figured out over time. And some of those tracks, it's just a little bit more difficult. I just Where like it. Some, Larry, what was, what was the reasoning behind having that little downhill run over the years for the sleds? Vaughn likes to go a hundred mile an hour and stop you in the last 10 feet. Okay. There you go. There's, there's a lot of honesty. So, I mean, well, that's the only thing Larry's got to offer is honesty, but no, <laughs> Vaughn likes a ramp. And some of the other sleds get caught on to it. And uh, there's virtually no draft on that chain when you first take off. I mean, you carry the pan the first third to half of the track. Uh, but Vaughn, I, Vaughn uses the sled as a parachute. Uh, he pops the parachute the last 10 or 15 feet, and you see how far you can drag it. But, I mean, uh, I mean, well, Dennis Goodwin coined the phrase race sleds. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and, I mean, I've heard him say it countless times but the race sleds uh it's uh they like a they like a little downhill a little slope and i actually heard vaughn one time at chapel hill i think it was two years ago or three he goes we need to cut that down he says i really can't hold the sled without having all the brake lights come on i mean you know but it was too much of a, a downhill grade but it's yeah. basically so you go fast and hard but uh, i i understand what you're saying uh it's it's hard to get that tractor lit if it's going to roll on you like that, yeah. Yeah, once they have a diesel super, and that's by and part change their theory on on that coming yeah. off the ramp. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, or he might put a weight up between he might put a weight up between the rails like he does for two wheel drive and get some draft on that chain. Now, see, that's what yeah some sled that we will pull will actually do that, and it yep. will. We, Put on such a better show and get such a better hole shot coming out because it will actually load the drawbar. And I get it. It yeah. doesn't take well 30 or 50 feet to get it to come to life. It's right out of the gate. And yep. you'll get up and change You know. So it's yeah. different different concepts, but you can pretty much figure out the the guys how it's gonna be. Like we were at Sandwich this year, um, the early the early session, I wasn't ready right. for it. wasn't on the brakes near hard enough. I had to get the sled cleared out on the bottom before I could ever get it to really right. come to life. And we yeah. 
went up some gears and come out a little different on the second session, but we lost two rocker arms and so we did it on five five cylinders. So Well you did you did a damn fine job on five cylinders. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. I told him good when I was coming after him, but he, he yeah. keeps telling me he had a broken injector line too, so we was both on five, but I don't I don't think it broke till right at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you both had very good passes at Sandwich. I know the announcer there. Jason knows the announcer too. He he thinks that yeah. announcer at Sandwich gets away with crap he can't do. Yeah, yeah we heard I, they, would, they would light me up. They would light me up on the internet if I if I said one of Larry's jokes. But he's earned and, it. He's earned it. They've kind of they like you know don't don't bother the crazy guy in the tower. That's kind of what they say. So. Well, and and Jason had to phonetically send me how to say say your name because I butchered it the first time. I apologize. I did. I was watching the live stream. I was watching the live stream, so I sent my singer and just spelled it out for him because I because I care about you, Douglas. Yeah, I, well, I, I was I did I did the hooked on phonics thing when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just think old German name, you know. It's not your singer. It's my singer. Well, <laughs> so is, so is Rich Wine. They spelled it different when they came across the water. That it was W E I N, but it it said it's pronounced the same. Yeah. Yep. I don't know what generation changed it. And I don't know why they stopped in Indiana because it's colder than hell right here. They should have gone turn left and go south. Right. Yep. Oh, I'm going to play the diesel super class in the background here while we chat. This is from YouTube Thurston pulling photos. Ryan Thurston does a good job there. And this is a video. We'll just, I'll turn the sound off. We'll keep chatting. But this is a super stock class. Uh, good one won both nights, right, Doug? And you got first and did you get yep. second and third? Or what'd you get? Yeah. Uh, I was what second okay. and so this fourth. Is he, he third or fourth. I can't remember. Okay. So yeah. I want to get into Doug and Larry. And Larry, you know the history of it as well. Super, not enough people have been next to a super stock. I mean, pro stock is all the trays now. I mean, it all it is. And I'm not just saying this because I bought one. Everybody that's watched the podcast over the years knows I've always loved diesel supers because that's what I, I, you know, I grew up watching Ernie, L, you know, Ernie Roth, the Iron Elk, John Kluge, the Red Baron, you know, Dennis Goodwin, Matt over the years and many people right. as well. And, you know, and Doug, you're my new favorite. Travis is now number two. He accepted his role. He knows that now, but uh, we're still, <laughs> still from Marengo. <laughs> but he's, he's still what, right. what, was the transmission, what was the transformation from, when did super stock numbers kind of start to die? I guess just for the for the lack of better terms, because obviously I want to, you know, I want to put a bigger limelight with our social media following and the fact that we have a super stock diesel now. And Doug, you and I have talked about this going to different poles and you know, taking the tractors out east to hook some. Um, what year did you see that, Larry or Doug? And why do you feel like when pro stock was it just I could get a lot out of one charger? I don't want to fight multi-charger setups. Well, how did this kind of all happen, guys? Well, everything runs in a cycle, you know, up and down cycle. And uh, pro stocks got to be the hot ticket the last few years ago. And and when they split the super stock alcohol and diesel apart, uh, that limited the numbers they were to draw from. And it's so hard to keep to build and keep a multi-charger diesel running. I mean, it takes dedication and basically full-time mechanic and machine shop work to keep the damn thing going. And uh, it's an excellent show. To me, it's the top fielders of the smokers, but uh, it's, uh, it's an impressive class and it's hard to maintain. It's hard to build one that's competitive because the water's so deep. 
And uh, I think right now it's it's mostly expense and time it takes to keep them running is what's limited them to being built, you know, more of them, I think. What do you think, Doug? Yeah, I mean, Pro Stock started off as a cheaper budget class than Super You know, and, and you watch over the years and you, you watch all these classes instead of guys migrating to the, to the next class and moving up. They keep allowing those classes to increase power, bigger turbos, more cubic. Right. And so when you go to the your top tier classes, it kills the numbers there. And you're going to start seeing it in other places too, not just diesel super, because nobody wants to move up. Oh, yeah. They keep changing the rules and we want bigger turbos and we want to do this. Had, had those limits been left there, you want to go bigger, you want to go faster, move to the next class. You know, it's, it's pretty simple. That's what I see. From our perspective, is what happens. Oh, I, I get today in every single class. Everybody wants a better turbo. Everybody wants a better head. They want to go bigger. They want to make right. more. And that, how how can you have, you know, eight, ten classes, all the same, all the same setups, you know, because that's that's where they're going to, you know. Right. But I just well, that makes sense. That makes sense. You know. How, how did we get to 680 cubes in a pro stock? Uh, I don't know. Somebody must have been in love with John Deere big blocks. Uh, you know. And that all happened on that all happened on my watch of NTPA, but they just kept bringing it and they yeah. just kept approving them and they just kept growing. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's how we get to the point where we're at today is because yep. we didn't enough enough, you know. And, which and I know when the... Well, the Superstock guys limited to 540. Uh, the alcohol guys said, well, they never want to run with us again. And then you get a Colin Ross coming along and say, okay, I, I can run with him with a 540. And he right. went and played open super as well. But, I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, but even to this day, but he was still on the 540. I mean, what what kind of show could it be? Look how some of the right. 504 alcohol motors are running. You tell me you can't right. make a oh, yeah. alcohol motor run respectable today with the, the turbos and the technology sure you can you know but it's it's that same deal nobody wants to take a step back you know right. wants to keep progressing more, more and more so hey doug let's kind of segue into high plains performance can you talk about your shop and what you guys do there trav's asking yep so yeah we are a machine shop um but we're basically a diesel engine shop uh primarily over-the-road truck engines are big ag tractor motors. Um, we really don't, you know, we don't do transmissions, clutches, nothing else. We are just a strictly an engine shop and we do all of our own machine work and, you know, we can go from the heads to everything in-house. The only thing they're not able to do is grind a crank, but outside of that, we can do everything else in-house. Um, and then we do quite a few tractor blocks and, getting them ready for guys um, to make whatever they're going to make out of them. And then we do a lot of repair work. Some of the guys just fixing things that are messed up or that's not right in them. Yep, that was four Ford blocks that went out the door. So That's a little creation that we with to pull a hub and a um, timing gear off of an ISX crankshaft. 
really? nobody has a tool for it. So Cummins tells you to cut it off or basically has a tool to, to break it and pull it apart. So we're like Lydia really? after six months because they're back ordered on all the hubs. So sure. we had a little bit of a brainstorm and Carl us. I tell him over the phone what I want and send him some drawings and we made one and it didn't quite work. So we made another one and we got a system that works now. So we'll have them available cool. for sale when he gets caught up with a little bit. So awesome. Yep. No, there's What's a ship that's cylinder heads. Um, when we get cylinder heads in them are new aftermarket heads. So we'll get them in by the pallet. So that was just a shipment that showed up one day. Yeah, that's just everyday carnage we see. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, Normal we live, stuff. Yeah. We live real close to the Rockies out here. And some of these guys that are not familiar with running in the Rockies, they tend to like to come off the hill with a little bit too much of a RPM in the motor with the Jakes running. It, it can make carnage. Yeah, it's job security. Yep. That's just lack of maintenance. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long block that uh, we'd built that I'd actually went to Iowa. So, so yeah, we'll we'll so build who's some of the guys that you who's some of the guys that you run against that you do work for? Um so I helped Brad Campbell and the Revenge. Um, okay. I do stuff back and forth with Almer. We're I'm probably going to be doing a block for him, I think, this year. So um, I don't do anything for Travis or none of the guys, but mostly the outlaw guys we do stuff with. And then some of our work ends up some of the the four ones and the Grand National Pros and some other places, but they don't know that we're actually work we're doing it through the the suppliers so sure sure yeah yeah a lot of those suppliers don't really machine or fabricate much themselves they are a supplier yeah yep yep they're just parts pushers. yep they're dealers yeah i understand yep huh. yep if you're just joining us talking about doug meisinger top left of your screen your back-to-back -back outlaw points champion the diesel super stock class was scrappy also won the polish championship in 2022 travis won it in 23 we're gonna have a little rematch here in 24 may 17th and 18th larry richwine of course one of our gracious hosts and and for people who don't know i bought the high-tech redneck my dad's gonna be driving a lot because according to larry i'm scared of it and oh, yeah. uh yeah doug and i doug and i are gonna partner up and doug's gonna take care of the high-tech redneck for us the schultzes and he's gonna haul it around and we're gonna go as to as many poles as we can and keep those crazy things running. And we're going to make super stock pulling cool again, popular again. We're going to bring it, we're bringing it back, my singer. We're bringing it it's back. It's always been cool. People just didn't realize it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, no, seriously, like, I don't know. There's there's a generation that really hasn't seen diesel super stocks. And, no. you know, everybody talks about the pro stocks and the womp, womp, womp. And obviously we're very guilty of that. It's one of the most popular classes we post, but there's going to be a lot more diesel super stock content. On the beer money pulling team, uh, my uh, nose, my nose Larry got the, cold. My Larry, nose did got the cold. heat. Did somebody turn the heat off, Larry? No, but the wind picked up, and my office is in a metal building. Dang it! 
and and the story the story ladies and gentlemen i mean jason's hot he's undressing he'll be naked here in a few minutes um but i left the shop like 4 or 4 30 and uh turned off the heat because i forgot this is monday night and uh, i come out here about 45 50 minutes ago and and i got damn the dog was with me the dog looked at me like what are we doing out here dad and so it's cold and so the heater just didn't catch it up the light meter's spinning its butt off I hope Jason gives me a raise to cover the expense of this podcast. And uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm going to light the cigar and hope it warms me up. By God, <laughs> just saying. By the way, by the way, Doug, I'm an only child for a reason. They smacked my mother and said, "Don't you ever do that again." There's another T-shirt. There's another T-shirt idea. So. <laughs> I won't finish the statement by saying. My father, God rest his soul, said she didn't much. I'll shut up. I won't say that. <laughs> if anybody's got any questions for Doug or comments for Doug or Larry, please type them in the comments, and um, we'll put them up there on the screen. And it's all good. It's all good. So, yeah. Doug, what's the winter like for you? Does it does your business slow down in the off season a little bit, or do you do a lot of pulling stuff, or is it pretty much? It it doesn't really change. Uh, with summer winter, it really doesn't matter. Okay. Um, probably see a little more pulling stuff uh, this time of year than we do during the summer, but it still comes in. Uh, it's it's just a constant flow, and it's just like everything else. You have your week or two that's a little bit slower, and you're gonna get caught up, and then you show up Monday morning, and that was out the out the window because you're a month behind already. So. Um, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to really dive into this. Why diesel supers have kind of the numbers have dwindled and we've seen pro stock numbers go up. It's something really, really important to me because, again, I think diesel supers are awesome. Not knocking on pro stocks, but um, at all, because I think it's a great class. But like, you know, Larry, do you, do you have a ballpark number on this? What it costs to build a diesel super today versus a pro? Have you heard no, any numbers? I, I see Travis's comment and I'm not sure what the cost difference is. I mean. To, and I'm sure Doug could char in on that to build a 680 cubic inch motor that'll spin a six inch charger uh, and and efficiently do it. Uh, it might look cheaper to build a 540 with three or four chargers, but I'm sure it's not. Uh, I'd say as far as to build one and maintain it, I don't know that there's much difference in it really is there, Doug. It's just a, mother, a matter of how bad you want to work on it. But I mean, the pro stock guys work on it just as much as the super guys do. Travis. Yeah, to be honest with you, I think more than we. Um, from what I'm seeing, a lot of these big motors, um, depending on how hard they're running them, they are not staying together like ours. They're changing motors or doing a lot more work on them. And then you, right. you, know, you go to the big six, six two, six fours, six five turbos, whatever they're running now. By the time you buy the intercooler and all the parts and pieces, and oh, to get yeah. to get the better stuff, they're spending every bit as much money as we are. And right. then, oh. then everybody, everybody yeah. running the same thing, you know, yeah. they're all, they're all fighting and they're spending money how many times a year over the latest and greatest turbo. They don't put a turbo on and run that turbo for two, three years. You oh, know, I, no. I don't even have to ask Travis. I know he's probably run the same turbo setup for several years, just like I have. I know a lot of the guys have, we might run right. this set or we feel it's out. Two, three years later, we might make some changes. If we're still keeping up with everybody, we'll just keep running yeah. them. You don't make a change until you 
feel that you really need to. And so the, the main, you know, for once, once we have it built, which the initial build is, it's just a matter of doing maintenance and you, you figure out the parts and pieces that you sure. need to change every year. You need to change every two, three, four years, and you just keep working through them. But unless you have a catastrophic, uh, blow up, it's really not that bad. But I, I see these pros. I have to agree. I watch them changing motors in between poles and, you know, oh yeah, it's to everybody to say deeper class. It's not now. If you go back to a five inch pro, absolutely, those guys are. You know, I've built motors for those. You know, they might run that motor two, three years. May only put a set sure. of, you know, but those guys can just go out and run and have fun. And they're well, and and that's pretty well why NTPA took on the five O class uh, at a regional level, especially so they could have a pro stock again. Well, just like here at Hoosier States, the NTPA affiliate for Indiana, uh, and we just had our rules meetings and stuff this past weekend and handed out points checks, and they decided to put a 5.0 class in. We didn't have any pro stock tractors we could even offer to state level because the Chris Canes and Tim Canes, they had jumped up to Grand National, and they don't have time in their schedule or really technically come down to a state level and run for a state level purse, but uh, hopefully that'll enhance the 5.0 here in Region 2. And maybe Hoosier State can offer a, a, a pro stock class again because we've had call for it, but we just didn't have it to offer when everybody yeah. jumped up to the great national level. But so um, on some on divisions, you don't see a big difference, but you do in that class. So on average, how many uh, big pros do you have show up at a national poll in NTPA? At a national poll, you'll never have less than ten or twelve. I mean, if you have eight or nine, it's because a bunch of them are broke. But I mean. Uh, I don't know, Jason, you might know, or you could, you could back me well, up the, at least 10 or 12 pro stocks at every hook. How many was at Rockwell? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Jason will know in a minute. Jason, Jason's Mr. Uh, data acquisition guy. Yeah. <laughs> that, that comment was brought to you by my friend, Cody McKinley, of course. Cody's a good guy. If you need a if you need a data acquisition system, you call Cody. He's okay. Close personal friend of Larry Richwine. Doug, yep. uh, can you see Brent's question on the screen there? Yeah, um, I'm hoping he's talking about tractor pulling stuff. He is. Uh, and you know, really, they're they all just have their own little quirks about them. But as far as in a diesel super world internationals like the 350 Chevy drag racing it's very simple and very easy to work with and and can handle everything we're throwing at it in a better manner just for the geometry the way everything's built and set up um that's it's kind of like the big block of the pro stocks you know it it fits that world pretty well right um we had 12 we had 12 grand national pro stocks at um and grand many, national points at rockwell guys at rockwell Yep. 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 Okay. Now I was just curious as to how many you versus how many are out there, you know. So how many could show up at a and start pulling state level? Well, NTPA numbers benefited by the fact that Kevin Masterson showed up at a lot of them this year at NTPA shows. There's two tractors that they haven't had for a while. Uh, yeah. I talked to Kevin the other day at the PPL banquet and 
he said he really had fun doing it, but you know, he did it because he got started like a lot, a lot of them do at Toma. Yep. Come out of there doing good and thought, well, I'll follow it. I mean, here a few years ago, uh, you know, Rob Russell, he wasn't intended to run NTPA and he come out of Toma leading points and he ran it all summer. I mean, right. you know, Toma decides a lot of where they're going to run. All right. No. Yeah. Yep. Doug, answer this um, from High Plains side of it and the tractor pulling side of it. Uh, the coolest motor project. Uh, I'd have to say probably the motor that we uh, do in Scrappy. Just what what we've experimented with and messed around with it. Because um, we kind of do our own thing. It's There's finally some guys starting to do what we've been doing for five years. Um, and we'll we're going to change that again. Also. What now about from the high? What about the high plane side of the business? What's the coolest project you've worked on? Um, some of the builds that we'll do for like some of the heavy haul trucks. Um, so we'll build like a seventeen liter uh, motor just to to handle the heavy application. So those are kind of a fun build, just to a little bit different. So what color is the block under the hood of Scrappy? Right now, it's rust. I don't even no, think- No, not the paint color. Not the paint color, damn it. You knew what I meant. I mean, what brand is the motor under the hood? It's an international. Yeah, I figured it was. Yeah, it's I, I figured it was. If, if we could get, and I had, uh, Schultz, more Schultz's money, we could uh, do a moline block oh. that had seven, had seven mains in it. That's what we have in it. But, if, if I had Schultz's money, I could afford heat in my office. Yeah. 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 Or, a, or a dog or a dog that could at least build a damn fire. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jeanette's saying Jeremy or Fred's duck on the screen. Yeah. So uh, Jeremy Figenbaum, he's one of Tyler Buckman's neighbors. Um, he's got a probably above average uh, truck. It's right there at the show truck level. Um, we built a custom motor for him. And then uh, Freddie Colglazer is one of our customers over here in Colorado. And he's got an old square door Pete. Um, with a B model cat in it that we built that's twisted up pretty good. Uh, my brother and I always hope that he forgets it's here when, uh, whenever he brings it over to have something tinkered on with it. But, uh, <laughs> we, we have to take it out and test drive it once in a while. It's pretty cool. Sure. Heck uh, yes. You don't want to send something out the door that's not going to run right. Check it out. We, we keep hoping that he forgets it's here. You know? Is that Jeremy's truck, Doug? Yes. Yep. Okay. Well, give him a ridiculously high price bill one time, and when he says, Jesus Christ, he just say, well, we'll just keep the truck. <laughs> well, we, we we have, and I felt bad about it because other ones that we repowered for him, and it, he didn't even flinch. So I don't, it'd have well, to be a pretty good bill. <laughs> He's uh, he's one of the favorite customers that I can see. That's, well, that's, that's why good. when he when he needs something done, we make room for Freddie. Yep, I understand those kind of customers. Yep. 
Yep, he's he's real good to us. Yeah, actually, on uh, High Plains is a Facebook page. That's Red and White Pete. That's on the front page. That's that's his. On High Plains Performance. Yeah. Okay, I'll find that. I missed Jeremy's comment earlier when we were talking about the the, the difference in pro. The problem is that they are all the same. The problem is they're all different. Light Pro 540, Limited Pro 640, Hot Farm 510, Pro 680. So in order to progress, you have to completely rebuild. Yeah, no, he's right. That's got something to do with it, yeah. Yep. Jeremy's always thinking. Yes, he is. His text messages are never short when he's got an idea, ever. Well, he's not like you and I, Jason, where we just talk or say things. He actually has thought Think. patterns and then actually thinks Think. about it and maybe edits his thought before he writes it down. Oh, <laughs> that's that's a concept. I've heard about I've heard about that. You know, I've heard about that stuff too, but I just, I, I actually have a seal kit ordered for the filter that's in this head and they've sent me a the replacement seal kit twice and the O-ring's wrong and it seeps out. I, I try not to talk, but I can't know. Yep. That's the old girl right there. That is sharp. Nice truck. Yep. Do you have a lot of trees in your yard, Doug? What are they? Yeah, I didn't think so. I saw that picture. It looks pretty bare behind you. <laughs> you know what our you know what our state tree is out in this area? Telephone post. Telephone post. <laughs> yeah, trees For those like of you that it. don't know, Doug lives in Goodland, Kansas. Doug, what's the population of Goodland, Kansas? Oh, about thirty five hundred. About thirty five hundred. Does it have a McDonald's? Unfortunately, yes. Okay. Okay, just making sure. That's when it's a real <laughs> town, my sister. It's got, a state. It's, it's got all the interstate stop and eat places. So. Fast food. Yeah. Yeah. Holy sweet Jesus, that's the beauty of a Pete, Mark says. Yeah. Mark is a Mark's always with Esden Lane, you guys. That's how that's how we know Mark. So. Yeah. Ooh, Trav's coming in. Any chance Scrappy might be in Louisville, Douglas? Mm, probably not. She's going to be in pieces. She's going to be in pieces. And waiting for some pieces to hopefully get out for me. I hope you're there with, I hope you're there helping uh, my father drive high tech redneck. That's what. Oh, we'll, we'll be there. Just You'll be there no matter what, whether you're there working on a tractor or not, right? Have you got your acceptance letter yet, Jason? So I went down to Thanksgiving and I told dad, I said, if you get a big yellow envelope, I want you to call me. If you get a white envelope, just shred the son of a gun. I think, I don't know. I, I think we've been told maybe the first week of December, we're going to find out. So that's kind well, of the rumor mill. Before the first of the year, I heard the other day. First of the year? Before the first of the year. Okay. It's got a pretty good that chance. That would actually include... The month of December, yeah. It's well, got a pretty good chance how many supers will actually put in. You know what I well, mean? Well, that's the key for me. Like, high-tech redneck finished six in points, but if play grades or hunts or some of those legendary names put in, they're obviously going to throw more weight than I am than, than I will. Right. So it is what it is. I just – we'll just have to see what happens. So. But, like, usually uh, – Jason, don't, don't sell yourself short. You're a big deal, Jason. <laughs> Only to you, Larry. <laughs> But like the farm show doesn't know who I we am. would be offered a spot where we was outlaw points 
and we don't ever put in so that opens up a spot for somebody else you know yep. and just goes down the line yep what year did they do the dual when did they start the duel for fuels because high-tech reptex had some pretty good luck at louisville the last i think four or five years i think they got mike said they got a win and i know they got another podium Was that um, two or three years ago can't remember 18 or 19 i called him the other night and we were talking about it because dad and i were flipping through youtube videos watching the diesel supers at louisville so yeah i know Trav's. i know Trav's putting back together because i saw they had a post on their facebook page i think there's a pretty good chance he'll get invited <laughs> yeah i don't yeah. think i don't even think they sent him a letter they just say get on down here bone twister so, <laughs> uh Cole Lundell, great question. What was the inspiration to go towards Minimo sheet metal when you built Scrappy? Is the Minimo a favorite brand or was it different from the typical red and green? Good question, Cole. Coming in hot. Um, so that just goes back to dad when he was pulling. Um, he used to pull with a, when he quit pulling, he had a G1000 that we would farm with it. And once the spring field work was done, she turned over to, made a, pulling tractor out of and would go pulling with it during the summer and then it got switched back and went back to farming so and the way that chassis was built that we got from mark the location we was trying to figure out a tractor where that would look right where you were setting forward on it and so that's why we did the g1000 vista it just kind of looked like it would fit it so and you know just like the pro stock class is dominated with green the diesel super class dominated with red and just wanted to throw some different color out there right. just so, you know and scrappy come about because of the scrap parts from my shop, mark almer shop to put the tractor together so travis says quit upgrading scrappy he barely just caught you this year Brad Deckard, um, they got a brand new diesel super out. I saw some pictures of it late in the year. That's a sharp tractor. Um, I'll, I'll find a picture of that. But he said high-tech redneck one in 19. So, Larry, when I get it done, do you like high-tech red remedy or do you like redneck remedy? What's what's your feeling, Larry, for a name? Because I gotta I gotta have some remedy and I gotta have some homage to uh, the Beck family. What do you like? No, I think I think it should be a high-tech remedy if, if you're going to use remedy which of course i wouldn't but nevertheless <laughs> you know i just kicked him off the show doug i can only take so much you know there comes a point <laughs> there comes a point where you can only just take it so much you know what i'm saying oh i understand so no, okay no. now larry that was your first trip to the penalty box just that's my first break. warning <laughs> <laughs> well if it gets any cold right here and the wind keeps blowing i'm going to give you more crap so i'm gone wow <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else smoke cigars? You dang right they might. Yeah. What's your, what are you smoking tonight? Larry, do you smoke a certain brand every time or no? Well, I'm I'm still smoking those expensive ones, uh, because I bought a box of them and by God, I'm gonna smoke them. But uh it's about a twenty dollar cigar if you bought it separately. Uh, they might get as cheap as seventeen or sixteen if you buy a box, which I did. But no, they're they're pretty good cigars, yeah. <laughs> It ain't no Dutch master. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yep. No, I like the high tech remedy. Okay. I do if too. You like it? It's done. So high yeah. tech remedy. Yeah. And the high and the high tech redneck started with uh, Ross's, right? Mike kind of 
Mike kind of gave me the lineage of the tractor. Joey yep. had it, sold it. The guy sold it to Mike. Mike sold it to a guy, and the guy didn't know what he was doing and ran it out of oil. And I think Jody got it back. And then uh, Mike called me in 15 and asked me what sheet metal I had on the Remedy. And then so it's ironic that our tractors have the same sheet metal. So that's all good. So. Yep. I think it looked good, though, Lynn. Yeah. Uh, Jeanette says, kids love the yellow tractor. Some fun t-shirts can be made with high remedy. Yes, they could, Jeanette. Yes, they could. And if Ooh. you had the right rolled cigar with the right material, it could be a high remedy. I, I'm not of that nature, but... <laughs> Ellison's Dill isn't bad either, redneck remedy. You just... Yeah. Those have been the two that have kind of resonated with me, is high-tech remedy and redneck remedy, so... Yeah, you can send the old man down to get a little R and R, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brad T's watching on YouTube. Is the dent still in the frame from Mark dropping the engine on it? There's a story, Douglas. Absolutely. You're yeah. gonna need to have to elaborate a little bit there, my singer. So when uh, when this all deal come about that. Mark wasn't going to use this chassis and we was going to build a tractor out of it. Um, he had a engine block sitting in it, just trying to see how an international motor would fit in there where the Alice motor was and kind of looking at some motor mounts and making the rear engine plate for me to, to go into it, uh, adapting it to an international. And uh, when he was lifting that block out of there, one of his uh, brand new chains that he had, shop or auction chain or whatever he had something broke and the, the block fell on the chassis and kind of dinged it up a little bit so that, that was the reason why the, the oil stain goes down over the rails on the side just <laughs> cover up the hammer marks <laughs> so some some things you just can't buy at harbor freight and chains one of them yeah yeah well, known Mark, it wasn't a brand new chain. It was probably something that was off of something else that had been patched with another something else or it had a hook on it that he picked up something that he shouldn't have that was stretched. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, I see Travis wants to know when I start my winter job, Key West comp train engineer. Uh, Linda tells me I can't afford to live in Key West, but I, I could if I drove a comp train because I've got the BS that I could talk about in the city as you drove around and explain some of the highlights of Key West. I mean, it's a lot of decadence and it's a whole lot of evil and it's a hell of a lot of fun. But nevertheless, but people who's never been say, what's it like? I said, well, it's a little bit like New Orleans, a little bit like Amsterdam and a whole lot of fun. So, but yeah, we're not going to Key West this year. We're going to, we're taking nine of us to Disney. All the grandkids, grandma and grandpa's paying for nine four-day passes. It's only $8,500 for four days of Disney fun. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just set it to gate and hand out $100 bills and say, now, I'll be here when you guys get done. And then, I, you know, grandpa, yeah. But we took them four or five years ago. And, and our youngest grandchild uh, is three now. She turned three the other day. And so it's her turn to go as well. But uh, all my grandchildren, Doug, are Gettingers. They're Neil Gettinger's son, but yeah. married my daughter. So that's Neil Gettinger and I share grandchildren. That's gotcha. it. Uh, yeah. But uh, we're going to see Mickey and Minnie this year. But uh, next year, I'll be back in Key West for my annual December visit. Yeah. Can't wait. 
Larry, please, please get a picture of Grumpy the Dwarf for me, uh, like a selfie. When you see Grumpy the Dwarf, please do that for me, Larry. Well, you want me to take it in a mirror when I go back in the house and take off a stocking cap, or you want me nope, to get nope. one? <laughs> I need a, I need a picture of you with Grumpy. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Well, you know those caricatures that the kids go, you know, get in line to see and stuff. Uh, uh, my oldest grandchild just turned 17 and she's in a chair and doesn't walk or talk about everybody knows about her, Miranda. And uh, the, one of the main advantages of having Miranda with us is they'll they'll flag you on into the line. You know, you don't have to wait in that mile long line. You They see a handicapped child and, you know, the rest, all eight of us go with her anyway. But, yeah, I'll, I'll try to find a character grumpy and I'll have him take a photo with me. Uh, I took a photo with Growing Corn 2020 at uh, Bowling Green. Uh, nice. Tony Reed and uh, Nick McCormick took it and he goes smile Larry I said this is my god dang smile go ahead and take the photo I told Nick but anyway yeah uh, and the uh, charity tractor for St. Jude's you know yeah Larry, how did Larry I, Hank Williams Jr. signed it they said yes he did and uh, and Tony signed it the other day they stopped at Tony's shops Tony Reed signed it growing corn and uh, but yeah and uh, what the, what was the guy's name last week? He was on with us. Uh, we had a Pete Pete Penzik. Yes. Anyway, he called me after last week's show, and he goes, "Hey, they're going through Indianapolis on probably Thursday, and uh, if you want to go to Wauseon, we'd like for you to drive it." And I said, "Well, it's Hoosier State's annual weekend of point champions and blah blah blah." I mean, we didn't have a banquet, but they had a annual meeting stuff for Indiana. And I said, "Any other weekend, I'd love to." But uh, I didn't get to do it. But uh, yeah, there's Mickey. There's actually, oh wow, you found Miranda. Isn't that, yeah, that's several years ago. That's the talking mini. They have one of them that actually speaks, and that's talking mini. And she's, she's nonverbal, but uh, she loves Mickey Mouse and it, she gets so animated. But yeah, I, I can't watch it very long. I'll cry. But they're so good to these children. Uh, yeah, you see how animated she is, but yeah, she's, she's a sweetheart. She's just turned 17. All three of my grandchildren are November children and, uh, all their birthdays are in November. And I told Bud, my son-in-law, I said, I'm not good at math, but they're either all farm show babies or victory laps at farm show babies. And he said, no, dad, that's not the way it is. And I said, you do the math. I, but yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's Parker. He, Parker, he uh, he just turned 13, and then their little sister. My surprise child is 33, and my first two are 43 and 40, and their surprise child is three. So every 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 group has a surprise child, but mine's 33. And he's he's quite a man. But yeah, that's that's Miranda. That's two times ago we went to Disney, but Disney's a very special place. It costs a lot, but you know what? When you have children like that. It's oh, worth it's awesome. every. It's worth every penny. Yeah, yep. Quit showing that. I'll cry, damn it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Very special uh -huh. place. Okay, but I want to make you cry a little bit. So right. Brad Decker um, sent me a picture. His tractor. His here's the new tractor. It is freaking beautiful. Cool. Yep. Check that thing out. The full bore. That thing is sharp. What sheet metal is that case? H guys. Isn't that their whatever series is doing? Um, it looks looks mean. Is that an ace chassis when it's got the little things out front? Uh, I right don't know. There. 
Or no, I feel like Ace puts those on the side of the weight brackets. I feel like, I don't know, yeah, what Brad's watching. I'm not sure if that's an Ace or not. I can't tell you for sure. If I had that close is. up of the cage, I could tell you, because I recognize every every cage builder has a little signature thing that they do different. Yep. That thing is beautiful. Help at the back end of them. Yep. Absolutely. Just stop on in. Yep. We accept visitors here at Rich Wine Garage, but they have to bring their own heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we have some visitors from time to time. Not not many people travel this way, but there are a lot of people that go out to Colorado skiing, so some of them will drop in. I'm just, I'm not ignoring you guys. I'm just flip. I want to roll through all the questions, make sure I didn't miss anything. So, yep. It really doesn't bother me if you ignore me, Jason. I mean, <laughs> think about it. I'm just saying. Oh, shoot. <laughs> there we go. Decker's one. The plaques are originally from Ace, but we built the entire chassis, sheet metal, et cetera. It is sharp, Brad. Yes, it, it is. is. Sharp. Very sharp. It's a 715 quad track sheet metal. I like it. I like it. That's cool. What's the toughest sheet metal, Doug, you've ever had to stuff a bunch of turbos underneath? Stock 1066 sheet. We put four turbos under it. That was my toughest one. So that was on the old one. On Kryptonite? Yep. And there were still stock hoods on that one. Wow. It wasn't any wider or longer or taller or nothing. So does Trav does Trav have bigger sheet metal? Like was it built, you know, so it's I'm yeah. assuming. Okay. It, it's blowed up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. What I heard. Who, who was it? Uh, is it was a binder light? Is that the word I'm looking for? Were they the ones that kind of started that? Or Larry, were they just kind of the ones that made it a little more well known? They sold a bunch of it that was exploded, yeah. Okay. Bigger. <laughs> yep. Larry Larry spent too much heat. Too much heat. Yeah. Well, the, the HSTPA party is in a, in a garage attached to my house and it has its own furnace and it was set on 72. The shop actually out there is set on 72. The office is not a primary heated unit because I don't spend much time here other than Monday nights. I bet we get an upgrade on that unit. Tony Smirling, he said, um, he's a big Poland fan. He said, some pros are not planning on running the Grand National Points next year. Too much work and money. So. I think it's cyclical. I think one of you said that earlier. So yeah. well, I for the five inch pro class to kind of start to dominate. Um, more, more guys will move to it. And then Grand National will have to look. Are they going to have a pro stock class? It's like the Diesel Super or the Unlimiteds where you have five or six tractors or five or six guys that are going to chase it and run it. Or right. you turn it into a five inch pro class and have 15 or 20 show up all the time. You know. Well, and right now the five-inch class in the NTPA is just offered at the regional level. Yeah. So, you know, um, I don't know that it'll ever become uh, a Grand National class, especially yeah. with the turnout they've been getting. If, if NTPA only got half the pro stocks they've been having regular, they'd still have a nice show. Right. I mean, I don't know if any class that is out of 10 vehicles there, any one of them could win. I mean, any other class usually has a couple of them that's going to shine, and you know it. If they run at all, they're going to shine. But the yep. pro stock class is is a pretty consistently deep class, and I felt for a long time it was the best class as far as big numbers 
and big chances of anybody winning. I mean, for the full pull thing, uh, the choices were many when it comes to pro stock, where you get to any other class, you pretty well knew one or two or three who was going to shine. Yeah. Really too much anymore, but I don't know. It's, it seems like it's changed quite a bit in the last couple of years. That's right. I just got a message from Doug Bork. He says I blocked him. He can't comment, but I see his comment here. He said that's optimum sheet metal on Deckard's, not not the 715. So I don't know, but that's just what Doug texted me. So yeah, uh, yeah. I guess worries some of them we probably shouldn't tell, but yeah. Give us a good uh, G, a good PG version there, my singer. <laughs> it's hard to really put it together. It's better to get them to sitting together and start talking. Um, the first experience I had with that was in Spencer a few years ago. That was one of the first time Esden showed up at a outlaw hook and uh, Shramix, I believe were there at the same time. And Esden and Mark got started on the back behind the trailer, you know, after they had their little toddy telling stories. <laughs> you, you could sit there and just listen to them all night long and, and half the crap that those guys did most of us get thrown in jail for it today you know oh we, heavens yes you yes. know it is you could listen to that forever you know that yeah. night i walked in your trailer doug and um oh, uh, yeah. with her a couple years ago that was like a, that was amazing the amount of people who was all in there dagan hart you esden oh i can't remember everybody sorry mark um, mark almer scott frankie yep. um yeah, it was uh that was a good time. And your I think what your dad was in there, wasn't he? And your uncle. Yeah, dad doesn't count though. He he's not he's not famous yet. We're gonna make him famous, but not yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Esden Esden Lane is watching tonight. We are going to Esden Shop. We're gonna do a let's grow pulling live from Esden Shop. We're gonna spend the whole day. Yeah, we're gonna spend the whole day with them. Um and do you know, get a bunch of content. Then we're gonna sit down and do a live show, and that'll be that'll be awesome. I can't wait to get that done. We're trying to trying to get a date set right now. So, what? Well, hopefully, he'll have a handle of Crown that you can oh, help yeah. him drink, Jason. And the first thing on... he'll, first thing he'll do is pop that little plastic thing out of the top of the handle of Crown so it pours faster. So, <laughs> yeah. But I can bet um, he's watching this on his on Kim's iPad because I don't think he can watch this on his flip phone. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Um, Doug, what what does Esden Lane mean to Diesel Super, the legacy of, of our class? I, I can say that now, of our class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have a I, don't, I want to have a moment of silence. Thank you. <laughs> just, well, just you know, his fire suit says the king of smoke down the leg of it, and uh, it's true. Yeah. Uh, if, 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 if nothing else, his fire suit could talk about how many passes. And as all the years I stood starting line and watched everybody come up there, big name pullers that you would think weren't nervous anymore, their foot would still be shaking on the brake pedal or the clutch pedal before they released it. And as they come out there just as cool as a cucumber and backed up and made a pass because there was nothing new about it to Esden Lane. Yeah. Uh, his, his foot was never shaking on a pedal at the starting line. But the other guys, uh, yeah. Uh, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Different perspective. Yeah. Um, how many? How many? Like twelve. Twelve time title. 
you know, there's a fat guy in a suspender standing next to it there. Wow. Is that you, Rich Wayne? Of course it's me. No one else has got the guts to wear suspenders at the starting line or the belly. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a neat shot. Yep. Yeah. And the, that's I mean, a lot of us when he was struggling getting the tractor to run and going on, but I mean it it killed all of us because we all wanted to see it make passes and oh yeah. To yeah. see him in the rock valley last year and walk away right. with the that was that was awesome. You know, that was just, I think that was just as good for a lot of us as it was for him. Sure yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah, when he was struggling, everybody wanted to help him, if nothing else, uh support, right. you know, mentally and 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 root him on because uh, yep. if any if anybody deserves to be uh when he's when he passes and gone, the king of smoke for eternity, uh it needs to say that on his tombstone. Oh, yeah. He is, he is definitely the grand, even though he's not, not much older, if any, than me, he is definitely one of the grandfathers of the diesel super class. And no one, no one's made more passes down the track than he has. No one. And he, he's here still doing it. Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. Left the class and went somewhere else or right. doing something else, you know, and he's, he's stuck with it. And that says a lot. And even when he was so sick, I mean, he still made a few passes a year or so. He was so sick. And, yeah, yep. he's he's quite a guy. Yeah, he's he's something else. Yep. And how many other pullers he used to help get down the track? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's. Yeah. But you know, you never seen him working after hours on his tractor uh, because he'd pull it in the trailer, and then when everybody else went to bed, he'd work all night. Oh yeah. He might have a few adult beverages with everybody else, but he didn't say, "Man, I got to go. Uh, I got to work on the tractor." No. He'd no. have a few beverages, and then when everybody else crashed or went to bed, uh, close the trailer up, he'd work all night, and the damn thing would run like a scalded dog the next year, yeah. or the next day, I mean. I can yeah. relate. You know, when you get 40 people in your trailer, oh. it's pretty hard to work on it. No, you, you that, when you're doing that, you don't need help. You need them to go away to help you. Yep. 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 47 yeah. years is what Mark just posted on the in the comments. Cool. Yep. Yeah, I think that's what I put something about that the other day. I think he has more total feet backing up to the sled than a lot of your current day. Oh, yeah. Total feet pulling, you know. Yep. And the dream. Yeah. He can just. And he and he reads the track. A lot of the younger pullers don't read a track. They think it's power and tire pressure. But uh, yep. Esden, Esden will go out there and watch him build it, and he'll stop by ever so often on the on the buggy and stop and watch him build it. And he reads that track. He's got enough old school puller in him that if there's a good spot out there, he not only sees it but he'll use it to his advantage. He don't care where everybody else puts the dang sled. Uh, yep. He's putting it where he can get the best advantage, and and by God, he drives it. Yeah, he's quite the competitor. There's, yep. I don't know there's any better at reading the track than than no. Esden. No, no, very, very seldom do you see a setup. You know, no, he don't we, miss a setup. Can, I can make, a, make a change here or there, but very yeah. seldom be ever way off. Right. I have to agree. Yep. And there one another polar I can't remember told it to me. Um made some comment about having a bad track and Esden kinda Told him, you know, there's really no such thing as a bad track. There's just a bad setup. Correct. You know? 
and it's yeah. the same for everybody. I mean, unless it's among 75 hooks in the afternoon class, it's going to be the same track. Yeah, uh, absolutely. No, he'll, he'll take every every bit of that track that's usable and put it to yep. his advantage. Yep. Yep. No. And that's that's the thing that's getting around to Esden and Mark, and there's a lot of similarities. Mark's oh, yeah. a lot of the same way. You, you yeah. don't ever hardly ever totally miss it, and no. things are under control. He's... He's got like his gear, you know, you don't ever see his foot shaking. He's pretty relaxed and yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah. But now there's, there's some people that you wouldn't think their foot would quiver on the pedal, but by God, they do. do. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Doug, what are some of your favorite places to pull over the years and that you just really like, is it, well, first of all, what makes a pull special to Doug and Jeanette, my singer? What, what, why do you guys like, there's certain poles that you want to go back to. Why? Why is that, Doug? Um, you know, Wisner's always been a favorite one because it's just the atmosphere that it has. And it's not that it's just like a giant party or nothing, but it's, it's just where it's located down by the river. And it just kind of has its own unique setting that you don't ever experience anywhere else. And it's really well, nice run show. And we've just always enjoyed it. And rock valley here in the last few years you know they've they've changed that uh what they're how they're maintaining the dirt on the track and that track just keeps getting better and better and better and both of those tracks at those places are you know you know you're always going to have a good power track to hook to and it's it's a good quality ground and you know you're good what you're going into when you get there that it's not going to be a hard drive track or something that nobody's putting the time into and so those two places are probably my two favorite to go. But just what you guys did out in uh, Nashville, Illinois, um, that one's kind of right up there too. Um, it's just kind of a unique pole of its own where it's not actually a, a PPL pole or an NTPA pole. It just stands on its own. And right. you get people from all over um, and getting to meet and talk to other people and pull against people that you don't ever see. You know, it's from different parts of the country, just like the chain reaction guys. You know, that was a blast. Yep, being, yep, yeah, being next to them and get to visit with them and pull with them and share experiences. It was it was a good time. They're a good bunch. Yeah. Yep. 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 For sure. Well, we never seen them much NTPA other than Chapel Hill. They'd always they'd always get invited to Chapel Hill and. On a promoter choice thing, it wasn't the top so many points, but they there was one year they followed NTPA pretty pretty good. But other than that, we just see them a few times a year, and yep. uh, they're they're good boys. They they run hard. Yeah, yeah. I got to see I got to see them at Chapel Hill this year too, Larry. It was fun because they didn't have good luck at the Bullers Championship at all. Oh really? Got hurt, so that was ugly. But they said they want to come back. So I guess I guess I'm going to attend the Bullers Championship this coming year. Yeah. Awesome. But, what it's I was about, told the other day, yeah. It's about I, time. Jason said I had to buy a ticket, but I'm going to be there. <laughs> we give all the money back to the pullers, Larry. I, well, that's why I think you explained I had to buy a ticket. <laughs> uh, Jeanette Meisinger says, I like Ravenna. It's the closest to home. And the Diesel Supers, that's where we open the season next year, Doug. Yep. That's four June. hours from home. Yep. Mm -hmm. like the closest pulls four hours from home. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, Clint Tucker always says everybody wants to be an outlaw until they run the outlaw schedule. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of running. Yep. Yeah, when he talks about the Missouri guys. So I learned I learned something last weekend to PPL banquet. They try to limit it to 14 hooks per division. And I, I, I hadn't heard that before. And uh, uh, that's kind of unique on the yeah. Champions Tour, the 14 hooks maximum. That's, uh, that's I mean, a, you know, it's hard to run more than that when you're far apart. You know how it is. Yep. Yep. That's kind of different for our class also because it's, it's just too hard to try and keep them together yeah. to make any of them. And that's one of the reasons why we like this class because, you know, like some of the pro stocks, I can't remember which class it was last year. They had almost like 30 hooks. We we couldn't go, you know. Yeah. We've got a business to run and we got family and everything else. And, you know, some people might be able to go that much, and that's great. But it's in today's world, it's pretty tough to be gone every weekend like that. Jason, I can explain the commissary remark you just had from a Facebook user. Yeah, Mark, that Facebook, that's from Mark Brinkman. Mark Brinkman yeah, I, I knew who it was from, Mark Brinkman, because in the end, the end scene or two, of Mel Brooks uh, Blazing Saddles when they break in the set and the, the guys are dancing there and all of a sudden, you know, they put their arm around whatever and they say, screw you, we work for Mel Brooks. Uh, the one guy comes out of the water with one of the dancers, men dancers, and says, uh, I'm parked over by the commissary. So that's Mark Brinkman. I knew who that was right away because he always asked me, where are you going to park? I'm going to park over by the commissary. So that's, I knew who that come from, yeah. So we, uh when we're live, we're live on different groups and pages, and the groups don't register some of the names. Right. So for whatever reason, yeah. Well, that's Mark Brinkman, I can assure you, yeah. No, I went and looked because I'm like, he's been commenting a lot tonight. I'm like, I got to oh, go yeah. look to see who this is. So. Mm. It yeah. doesn't surprise me, yeah. No, that's good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. Well, Doug, um, thanks for coming on tonight. You bet. I'm excited to, uh, to really – just, I'm just really excited for our future and the diesel super stock class. And thank you for being my friend. I hope we're still friends a year from now. Um, I, I will always, <laughs> always respect you. I've told you this. I'm never going to, I'm never going to challenge you, my singer. What you say goes. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, tell me, tell me how that goes a year from now, Doug. Okay. Yeah, tell me we'll, how that we'll went. Yeah. We'll do that. Awesome. Yeah. Tell Jeanette hi, Doug. Have a good night, buddy. You bet. See you. See you. I want to thank Doug Meisinger. My new, my new, he's my new teammate, Larry. How cool is it to say that? Yeah. Doug well, Meisinger's my teammate. Yeah. Well, you know what? You'll never be able to say Larry Richwine's your teammate. I can assure you. I <laughs> no, mean, I mean, no God homo. love you. No bless you. God love you. Bless your heart. No homo. You'll <laughs> never be able to say that you're parked over by the commissary with me and Mark Brickman. I can assure you that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, in, in all seriousness, um, the diesel super stock class is badass. Oh, and I want to give it more attention. Um, obviously, with us running it, I'm not bragging, but with our social media following, we're oh, going to yeah. put a bigger spotlight on the outlaw diesel super class. And then when yep. we go to a, not that the grand national NTPA class needs any more lights, but when we come, I think it should bring some more fans with it. And, um, you know, Doug's going to put the schedules together for us. Um, once, you know, once we come out, I think we have 12 hooks with the outlaws and then. Double, you know, obviously they got to run too. Oh, um, yeah. other than that, but um, well, between yours coming out and and following the circuit more than than uh, high tech redneck really could, uh, and if Colin ever gets the one done for Bowers, 
Uh, there's going to be two or three new ones there and, and that consistently follow it. It'll be exciting. It was exciting anyway. There yeah. just wasn't a whole heck of a lot of them. I mean, it's the survival of the fittest when it comes summertime, no matter what division it is. Yep. And uh, no, it's uh, uh, it'll be a good show. I'm looking forward to it. Well, if we can get, I mean, Larry, if you could say, what's a perfect number do you feel like in every class? Like what ideally, Larry, and Larry Richwine's mind, is it 10? Well, that, it depends, that depends on the size of the event we're going to. At Atoma, uh, a perfect class is 15 to 22. Uh, at Bowling Green, a perfect class is uh, no more than 30. Um, at a Chapel Hill, where you're trying to run five divisions after 7 p.m. on one track, uh, a perfect class is 10 or 12. I mean, uh, the problem of it is, I mean, you go to a regional level class, a regional level show, and today's fans only want to watch a show two and a half, three hours. They don't want to watch till two in the morning. And uh, the big classes, which they don't so much anyway, but a regional show, uh, if you get six to 10 at a regional show, very competitive tractors, I mean, no, no runs in the litter, uh, it's a hell of a show for a regional level. But uh, I, I try to think of it as if a purse pays 15 places, you should have five or six that's just running uh, and trying to get that last place check. I mean, okay. I, I mean so many times I've, I've looked at the lineup with Von Bauer and said, you pick the winner. I don't care who it is. And, and you know, uh, and of course he didn't pick it, but his sled was going to determine it. And, uh, but no, it depends on the level of the show. It depends on whether it's one or two tracks. And seriously, today's today's fans, there's still a few that do want to sit there all night, but uh, two and a half, three hours, no more than four hours show, and they're ready to go home. Uh, you know, it's just it's the whole the whole system of show business, which we are in, whether we admit it or not, uh, has changed. Yep. And with, with live streaming and stuff, people that say, well, I don't want to be there until two in the morning and then try to drive home 200 miles, they're going to watch it live streaming. Yeah, and it's to me. To me, the live stream has brought a whole new dynamic to the sport of truck and tractor pulling. Uh, uh, Doug both has the Griffin Growl, the Rolls Royce motor out with the Outlaws. Larry, yeah. what are the rules for the seventy-five hundred-pound regional mod? Is it close to the Outlaw mods? I haven't really studied the Outlaw mod, but I don't think it's too far off. The problem with uh, NTPA. They have so many different engine combinations to qualify in that class or limited to. Uh, they no longer can have a single engine mod in the 7500 regional mod. They got to have at least two, you know, V8s or whatever. Uh, but it's, uh, I mean, if you look in the NTPA rule book, there's so many different engine combinations, a whole page of them for the 7500 pound regional mod. And uh, depending on which club, uh, other than the Champion Series Tour, uh, PPL, uh, that's different too. Uh, okay. So it's, but the outlaw, the outlaw regional or outlaw seventy five hundred is very close to NTPI. I can say that. Okay. I know when we were out in California for that pull, um, Brent Sullivan's out there and he helped Steve Melanesio, and he's right. got a twin engine tractor, and right. he was going to come run some outlaws this summer. That was their goal uh, sure. to ramp up for that. Sure. So, yep. Good. Yeah, and, it, and it's good to mix it up and have guys go pull with other organizations. I mean, yeah, there's a following for a certain number of tractors, and there's Esden Lane fans, and there's, you know, J, you know, it used to be they were J.R. Collins fans, or they were whatever they were. But uh, it's good to see some some mix up of colors and different engine combinations, and 
you know, it's it's just a good, and with live streaming, people are discovering vehicles they didn't know existed. I mean, when you did the California thing, yep. uh, I was impressed. That was good stuff. Um, what are you, are you going to be in Florida? Are you doing Ocala this year? What have you been told? Yeah, so I'm doing Ocala, uh, Ocala and uh, also doing the one in April there around Easter time. Okay. At Clay County Fair, south of Jacksonville. I'm doing those two for sure. And they're working on what? Oh, excuse me. Working on one a week or two after Ocala. It hasn't okay. come to pass yet, but uh, they're working on one. And of course, Zoe was the week before Ocala, yeah. I believe. Yeah, Zoe was two weeks before. Two weeks before? Okay. Is that the yep. same time as uh, Ship Shawana with Clint Tucker? Yep. So are you going south or are you going to go to Ship? So I'm going to go south, and then half of our team's going to ship to sell merchandise. Sure. And then um, that's not an event that we video because we don't want to hurt Clint's live stream. Um, right. Too many people, and I'm hearing this more and more, uh, all these YouTubers, I'm one of them, Beard Money Pulling Team's one of them. Right. We're putting up these full shows, and people aren't going to the poll or buying the live stream because they can watch it for free on YouTube a week later, and that that's gonna that has to stop um, because – we're we as youtubers aren't putting any money back into the promoters pockets right um i know there's a few youtubers and facebookers that will sponsor polls but that's going to be a culture change that's going to have to happen um right. and it, it's going to start happening soon because um because of youtube home and youtube tv and i mean the amount of what you can make with your phone hell anymore oh, larry yeah. it's amazing it's amazing oh, yeah. but i want to give a shout out to so to the midwest winter nationals what's smoking.net Right. Um, January 11th through the 13th. And then we'll be in Zellwood, Florida as well, January 12th through the 13th. Right. Um, and then Satsuma, Florida, February 2nd through the 3rd. That'll be live streamed on beermoneypulling.tv. I've heard okay. there's seven four ones from Wisconsin and Illinois going to that poll. So Mark really? Kelsey puts on that poll down cool. there. And then there's a little garden tractor poll, not a little garden tractor poll. That sounds terrible. But in Lebanon, Missouri, December 15th through the 16th. We're going to go down and we're going to live stream that for free, Larry. That'll be on our YouTube or our Facebook uh, page. So that's going to cool. be fun about that. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, then I'll be able to afford to watch that then. Yes. Yes. Yes, you will. No, I, that's the thing, Doug. It is hard to beat live and in person. Absolutely. But if you can't be there, that's where the live stream right. can really come into play and go back and for people to watch it and right. stuff like that. So, yep. Yeah. It's a lot, it's a lot of fun. A, it's a whole different fan base when you start to live stream stuff yeah it sure is and there's a lot to learn racing that's not kind of how a lot of racetracks survived during covid larry i found out as i've been yeah. talking to more of these racetracks and they do an awesome job live streaming and how they got hooked up with flow racing and um oh mav tv and all these other things like that right. they, they come in and they offer these these big companies like this if you got a product, they'll offer you a big number for your, you know, for your show, right? Um, to put up, and that's why we got to get pulling more popular, more popular, Larry. So. Well, I know that I I learned last week or whenever it was, it's uh, CBS Sports is going to do more with PPL. Okay. And and they've actually uh, got a contract with some European TV networks. CBS Sports does, and right. so they're they're going to do more more taping to to air not only here but there as well. So. I know the outlaws. We're gonna do more ESPN two next summer. We've already talked to them a little bit. Right. So I'm excited for that. Right. It's a growing industry. It really is. How long has NTPA been on RFD TV, Larry? Nineteen or twenty years. Wow. 
Yeah. Do they say that's the number one show on RFT TV? Did I hear that once? Yes, I've heard that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Highest ratings. Yeah. And it's a good show. I mean, it it showcases. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's established itself, and and uh, people set their DVRs if they can't be there to watch it. And it airs again, like in the middle of the night on the Tuesday night, Wednesday morning thing, and then it airs on the weekend. I mean, uh, it's only a thirty minute show, and everybody says, "Well, why didn't it an hour?" Well, uh, WPI actually buys that airtime from RFD, and then yeah. RFD uses it those two other times. You know, they don't charge them for it, but at the same time, I mean, uh, RFD TV show is very instrumental in the fact they've kept Case IH as a sponsor and and other po other party you know sponsors and it's uh, there's a hell of a market for it. But yeah, it's 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 either 19 or 20 years. I could be wrong, but I'm I'm not off over a year. So, so. no, it's fun. It's fun to go back and watch some of the older all oh, those U.S. Was it American Sports Cavalcade? Is that am I saying that right, Larry? Uh, yes, you're saying it right. There was some on that. We did, we did some sh uh, one show at Toma live on uh, the Nashville network. Actually, no they brought they brought in like a hundred thousand dollars worth of lights so they could do it. And I had them in one ear on the in my radio, uh, one ear my headset was the producer from the live show, and they'd come back from commercial in thirty seconds, forty seconds, and I'd fire an engine and have them idling out to the track uh on multi-engine tractor when they come back from commercial that was quite a uh, orchestrated coordinated event because we were live they, and, did they do the whole show larry huh they do the whole show uh, they they did all one night yeah i mean wow. well there was like an hour two hour segment whatever it was but yeah all the time it was on the air i believe it was an hour anyway, what year was that oh heavens i don't know i i bet jeremy knows or uh Jans, you know he knows it, it was but, on tnn uh tnn i think yeah yeah the national i wonder if that's even is that still a channel no not to my knowledge and they did uh they did super Bowl. they taped it in the super Bowl and aired it but the far as the live show was toma because they had lighting trucks and everything 93 look at that facebook user knows 93 i think that's your uh thomas everybody oh brinkman well, anyway, uh, I know it was quite a challenge, and there was a lot of variables that uh, that I had to deal with as far as you know, competition director that you would never ever have to deal with again or before. Dusty uh, Rhodes there. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, but as far as we're coming back from commercial in 30, 40, you know, it it was quite a challenge, and I would tell the guys uh the multi-engine guys you know when i give you the high sign fire one and start idling on the track while you fire the other ones but yeah That's it was awesome. uh, it was quite a quite an event was were they happy with the numbers larry like i think people watching? yeah i think they were happy with the rating numbers and stuff yeah i know mr shire said that uh, uh everything on their end was good and and they were getting good reviews from the from the production company so yeah that is awesome yeah that is awesome. Let's see here. Oh, that's Jeremy. Jeremy's telling us it was 93 and Dusty. Yep. Yeah, they're watching on one of our Facebook groups. And for whatever reason, StreamYard that I use doesn't connect with the groups. They can't come through with their names. So huh. I was really looking for them. So. Yeah, Jeremy would know. But yeah, sure. I, I was competition. I was the guy that the, the director was saying, okay, we're back in 60, you know, whatever. 
it was quite a challenge. It wasn't too hard to get a mini or a truck out there, but a multi-engine mod, it was a challenge. Yeah. So are you, out. with your new um, role at PPL, are you are you talking to John daily? Uh, no more, no more than a day between. Yeah, I talk to him about daily. Okay. Uh, out of a out of a six day week, I probably talk to him at least three or four. Yeah, I talked to him twice today, trying to decide who's going where. There's three banquets this coming weekend, and uh, Christy's got a engagement party. Her son got engaged this weekend, so she can't go to any of them. And uh, Carl's going to North Carolina, and uh, uh, one of two of us is either going. Jonathan and I are going. Either one of us is going to Nebraska, and one of us is going to Badger State, and we haven't decided who where yet. Yep. I looked at the Nebraska one. It's only a 12-hour drive for me. So, you know, too late to book a flight because it costs more than the banquet's worth, but that's okay. Yeah, no, no it's tough to fly into Madison, Larry. Yeah, I know. There's a few. I always end up driving to Milwaukee or Chicago when I fly out if I right. want to get a direct flight or get something decent. So well, I'm 15 minutes from Indianapolis International, and uh, you can usually find a flight to somewhere, wherever you want to go, but you better book early. You know what I'm saying? Yep. No, we're pumped up for PR, PRI next week, Larry. Um, I think Mike Doug Borth, who's my general manager, right. he said our tractor goes in Tuesday at 9.30. They slot that all out. Do you and, know they're having a go-kart race around the floor of Lucas Oil Stadium on, on the opening day? I heard that. I heard yeah. that. So, uh, you know, you might want to not park it towards the edge, the perimeter of the arena, because they're, they're having a go-kart race. <laughs> Check where my spot is. I will, uh, I will be uh, headed south. Uh, yep, you'll be at Disney. See Mickey and Minnie. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, I wanted to. Uh, Blake Ott. They pulled. They pulled the Allison, the single engine mods out there with the Outlaws, the light limited yeah. mods. Yeah. Uh -huh. he, he posted that he built some sleds, some little iron toys or iron boys or something. So. Right. I got three of them. We're gonna give one away at, um, PRI, one away at Chipchawana. And then one away at Louisville at our merchandise booth. So sure. I'm pretty excited for that. And, cool. Uh, but Brent Payne's bringing the new the new light super down. We do a right. lot with GMS. So I'm excited for him. And he's helping us get our tractor uh, down there um, to PRI. So, so yeah, we'll, our, we'll still be high-tech redneck at PRI? Yeah. I think for this first year, unless I'm talking to a couple potential sponsors, Larry, and um, I kind of missed out on – as you know, a lot of budgets are made in fourth quarter, you know, and right. I right. bought the tractor. I didn't plan on, I mean, I'm, I'm very happy. It fell together the way it did. Right. I think I kind of missed out on that. So it might just look like the beautiful high tech redneck this year. And then it might have a different look or. You, you, well, you could always take some, out. you could always take some four inch wide masking tape and put a little strip <laughs> and say, uh, soon to be a uh, yeah. high tech remedy, you know, I mean, um, I'm just, I'm, or, or maybe gets you, uh, uh, you've surely got some friends in the vinyl business. Uh, yep. Just have them make you just a plain white piece of vinyl and put remedy on it and then just put it over the redneck, uh, the tech, you know, redneck part, high tech, yep. and then you got remedy. Mike uh, Beck would kill, Mike Beck would kill me. So. Well, that, that, yeah. That, yep. Sure. But nevertheless, yeah. Mike Beck's an old drag racer, you know. That's what he's going back to. Yeah, I know. I know. I think he went last weekend and bought his car. I think he said he was going to Dallas, if I remember, two weeks ago. Well, I mean, L LD Nation's got an alcohol dragster, and, and of course, he can't. He, he's driven them before, but he's not driving this one. He's got a driver because when before, he'd always get loaded the first round. I mean, he'd get back. 
back on the trailer. I'd give him hell about it. But now I think he's second or third round. Then he gets loaded. But I'm just saying, you know. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, Larry, I think we can um let's let's wrap it up here. So right. what do you got? So next, so you don't know if you're going to the Badger State Banquet yet or Nebraska Bush? I'm going to one or the other. I don't know which. All I know is I'm gonna be somewhere this weekend. And uh, as soon as I know, I'll uh, I'll put it on Facebook where I'm headed. Not that it matters, but uh, uh, I'm going one or the other. Kind of hoping for Badger State because that's only four, five, six hours away. And I looked up the location for the Nebraska Bush Bowers, and it's uh, it's twelve hours away. So where does Carl? Where does Carl live at? Carl. That, does he work for PPL? The other guy? Yeah, he. He he lives uh, somewhere down there in that area. Yeah, he lives okay. down there. He's he uh, uh, he's dating Bill Lashner's granddaughter. Okay. I think it's I think it's Shannon's daughter. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, I think well I think he actually lives with her, but he uh, he's working up the nerve to ask her to marry him. I think, but yeah, he's <laughs> he's going to the Carolinas and and uh, Jonathan's going one or the other, and I'm going to, to the other one. So. Awesome. Yeah, I know the NCAA banquet in Columbus this weekend. Um, yes. A lot yes. of people heading that way. I'm going to the Badger State Banquet. That's an hour from my house, so I'm excited for that. Right. So yeah. we do a lot. We run we run all the Badger State social media, Facebook, Beer Money Polling Team does we have for years. So we're still. Well, don't about. you have don't you have a, a podcast before this one with Badger yeah. State? Down, down and dirty with the Badger State Tractor Pullers tonight. We yeah. had our announcer show. Shout out yeah. to John Stanley, Chris Clark. And Stacy Butson. And I really, that's how I kind of got my national exposure, if you will, was working with Badger State. And then Chris Wiggle asked me to come down and announce at Mountain City, Missouri. And I got to risk, work with Chris Kirkkawhite. If you're going to the Nebraska Bush Banquet, you'll get to see him this weekend. Okay. And then now, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've met yeah. a lot, a lot of great people over the years. Well, and, it, you know, I've said it many, many times. Uh, it's a family-oriented sport, and I've been blessed to meet people all over the world through truck and tractor pulling. I yep. mean, I've been to Rotterdam twice with this this job, and it's just they're they're just good people. No matter where you go, truck and tractor pullers and the fans are just dang good people. Love it. So. Love it. Love it. Well, that's a perfect way to wrap up the show. Um, Larry, thank you for your time. My thank pleasure. you for watching tonight. Thank you to our guest, Doug Meisinger. And we are working on nailing down Esden Lane on Monday night that works for him. It'll be a, uh, we're going to spend the entire day with Esden. We're going to shoot sure. content all day and then we're going to do a live show with him that night. That's going to be, that's going to be epic. That's what the cool kids say, Larry. It'll be epic. Yeah, I, I've heard that word, but not used in my context yet. So awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I'm, I'm going to the house where it's warm, man. All right. I'm going to show another video. I'm going to kick you off the screen. I'm going to show another video of uh, Doug Meisinger. Thank you, Larry. Have a good week. My pleasure. See you guys. Love having Larry on the show. He has made it awesome. Just brings it to another level. Opened up our fan base. And I, I don't pay him any money, but I don't pay him enough money either. So he, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get one of those big happy Gilmore checks because he's always waiting by his mailbox. I'm going to pay for that to get done one of these days. Um, and I want to show. So Doug Meisinger, give me our trailer mate. He's really the person who talked me into going diesel super stock. I can't thank him enough. I think I can't thank him enough. But super excited to have him involved with my dad and I. Uh, we're real, really going to be a lot, a lot of fun. And I'm going to show a video of him, and then I'm going to bed. So here we go. Doug Meisinger, the tractor's name is Scrappy. 